This is what flow from Progressive sounds like in one of our many hilarious commercials. Hi, did you know that you can get a quote on your motorcycle insurance in under three minutes at Progressive.com? And did you know that saying hi makes even bad news sound good? Hi, you have high cholesterol. Hi, you're fine. And this is what that same commercial sounds like on your motorcycle. Hi, there's no more cake. Even our commercials sound better on a bike. And with basic policy starting at $75 a year, Progressive helps keep you on yours. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the Vencast Studio Collection. Welcome, welcome. It's episode 17 of Riding the Pine on Hondo, here with Guy, and MTG is back in the house. Oh, man. Oh, man. We have, we have a lot of basketball. We've watched some basketball. We've done a lot of analysis of basketball. So, man, thoughts, concerns, where are we this week? We're full circle, live in Ballard. Live in Ballard. Full group, the run DMC with How3, Guy, and MTG. Wow. That's beautiful. Wow. Just poetic. And you know, episode 17, Chris Mullen, he's part of that, that crew. Chris, that's the right. DMC crew. Chris, Indeed. oh, that's right. And he wore number jersey 17. The guy, wow. That's impressive. I didn't even I didn't even connect the dots like that. You're just, you're putting the matrix together in front of our eyes and we're just spellbound right now. Give, give it to me. <laughs> we just, uh. we need the cameras. We need the cameras just showing some of these motions that we're, that we're doing. So. Uh, camera sponsored by pistachios? That's right. Uh, yes. Pistachios, yeah. holla at your boys. <laughs> we'll just we'll rep you all day. We'll just like we'll give uncrack you, the... you. We'll put you in your mouths and our mouths. I was trying to talk to this pistachio business, like big pistachio. You were talking. I'm to talking about small business pistachio. pistachio <laughs> it's small business pistachio Saturday. Of course, of course. No, that's I'm that's about, clearly the I'm case. I'm all about the underdog pistachios. You know what? You know what? They got no money though. Yeah. So you know what? We're just gonna we're gonna go right into it. We have to go right into it. There's no other option. So we are going to go right into gameplay. So, 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 so we are going to go. Right into gameplay this week. I'm going to get into it. I'm renaming. I'm renaming the segment after some some recent backlash on on how we do this so i'm calling it the games of note intensity intrigue and introspection <laughs> this this is this is incredible this is absolutely incredible so we are starting from last saturday when we last recorded to through last night we're going to go into 11 games real quick hits down to back and then fat, but not then, all the back then we're going to go all the way through it first off starting with the saturday games warriors over suns 138-109 that seems Semi-obvious. However, there's a stat from this game. Absolutely incredible. Warriors shot 67% from three. That's absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd. Okay, Raptors inflicted damage against the Hawks. 128-84. Nasty. They almost had to call, like, time of death on this game. They almost had to call uh, slaughter rule. Ugh, ugh. Can games end in the third quarter, please? Like, yeah. Time is valuable today. Time is valuable. In 2016. 
Uh, T-Wolves over Charlotte in OT, 125-120. Guy, how many times have you watched this game? Trace. Okay, I, I figured so. Sunday, Sunday, we moved to 12-4. Pacers, Pacers upset the Clips, 111-102. This doesn't even make sense. No. This really just throws off their I'm numbers. Sure, uh, I was perfect for this day until this game happened. And yeah. I was like, I'm sure the Ramblin' Gambler will have something to tell yeah, us about that. Yeah, I would definitely have something to say here. I think one of the better games last week, Cavs over the Raptors in a real, real close game, 116-112. I, you know, I'm, we'll kind of break this, break this uh, matchup down a little bit as we get into the episode here, but that could have interesting implications as to what happens later on. A little bit, it's close, it's close, but what, what does that mean? So we'll, we'll take that further. All right, Warriors over Indy. Indy, Indy, you know, has a good win on Sunday, and they get crushed on Monday. So, By one player. <laughs> yeah, one player. So it's 142-106. Clay drops 60 in this game, and he's going to come up a couple more times in this episode. Tuesday's wow. games, Orlando, Orlando over Washington, don't really care for that game. However, John Wall goes off in this game, over 50 points, 52 points for the game. I mean, real quick, has John Wall fallen so low that he can score 52 in a loss and nobody starts, you know, crying for his demise like they do Russell Westbrook? If <laughs> Russell Westbrook scored 50 in a loss, like, he'd be crucified. That's all he'd be talking about. <laughs> he would be crucified. Um, so what I thought was the game of the week last week, the Wednesday game, Warriors crushed the Clips 115-98. I thought it was going to be much closer than that. Well, it was close for about five seconds. Yeah, yeah was, about, uh, about five seconds. At halftime. Uh, so we moved to Thursday's games. 76ers win on the road versus the Pelicans. This is their first win since January of oh last year. That is kind of nuts, but they, they have not figured out a way to win on the road since. Bulls over Spurs. So, again, this is an interesting, like, road win. or so, Sorry, a road, oh, in a way, loss for the Spurs. They hadn't lost all season at home. This is, like, their first, I think it was their first loss in 15 games on the road. And then Friday's games, Rockets edged OKC 102-99 in, in a game that we thought would be close, talking about last week. So, Westbrook drops his, it's an incredible number. It's number seven. In, in terms, a row. Seven yeah. in a row in terms of triple doubles. So, all right, thoughts, concerns. Just concerns. <laughs> I am concerned. Well, I'm gravely, uh, deeply concerned. All right, Guy, so hit us up with that the Wolves-Charlotte game. Oh, sure. So jumping back all the way to Saturday. Um, this game was really interesting. Um, Charlotte actually kind of stunk it up, and Wolves were right along their normal path of just, you know, bricking in the third. They were down <laughs> by uh, close to 12 with a minute and a half, two minutes to go. Back-to-back three-pointers by un, you know unheralded people like Rubio and Zach Levine cut it, cut it down to three, and then Kemba or cut it down to one actually. And then Kemba made a shot with like eight seconds left to go. Inbounds play straight up, no timeout or anything. We pass it to Wiggins. Wiggins takes a really deep three, nails it, gets it in overtime. We crush it. Um, we go up by like almost eight or nine in overtime, and it was a fun fun win. To kind of it caps, you know, capture the whole season in mm-hmm. itself because we we're so bad as a team yeah. that we found ourselves like scrapping in every game, even mm-hmm. though we we're getting blown out in a lot of ways. Yeah, it was fun that we finally like won a game. <laughs> yeah, isn't this it's like a, win number six? Yeah, hey, it's a good win over a quality opponent, right? Like you, maybe it was a little bit ugly how they got there, but at least the ugliness swung in their favor towards the end. There's been a lot of those games this season where yeah. they've been close and it's gone the other way. Okay, let's talk a little bit about this Cavs-Raptors game. I mean, this seems to be the expectation for what was going to happen here. Raptors were up pretty big in this game, almost like 13-14 mm-hmm. for the majority of it, honestly. 
And then the Cavs just kind of slowly crept back in the second half and you know, kind of LeBron did his LeBron thing in the end and they just got to the foul line in the end. Sure. And then Kyrie and DeRozan were trying to be heroes mm-hmm. and they weren't heroes in the last, you know, the clutch moments in the game. Yeah. So what you're telling me is Cleveland makes Toronto look like Minnesota. Oh. That's the level. That's the le- levels uh, that's that we're dealing I, with here. Yeah, that's about what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. I feel like Toronto, as great as they look on paper and as high as they are in the rankings right now, they're really depleted on their front court. Yeah, like they're they're starting rookies right now, and uh, Jonas Valanciunas is kind of hit or miss these days, and he should be very solid in the paint. He should be like 60 percent in the paint. Yeah, I don't know. He gets exposed in these kind of games where they're like. Cleveland has a lot of depth at front, yeah, and he doesn't have a place because he's in foul trouble, and then they don't have anyone in the backcourt. And Demar Carroll or whatever his name is, yeah, they brought in to guard LeBron, wasn't guarding LeBron because he has back issues, and it's just like it's going to obviously play its course throughout the season. This win, specifically as you called it out, yeah, because it's like if Toronto's going to be the first seed, this should have been a win. Mm-hmm. But um, I worry about the Raptors just because you know the hero ball is only you're going to get a few fifty, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let's talk a little bit about the Warriors. There's a couple of games here. There's a couple of big performances. Seriously, yeah. Clay. I mean, Clay kind of goes off again, or well, not again, but he he goes off for sixty. So did did you watch this game? I yeah, don't, I don't know if you guys watched it too, but um, just quickly, he did sixty in twenty nine. Twenty nine minutes. Wow. <laughs> twenty nine minutes. By the way, that's in three quarters. Yes. He had forty in the half. <laughs> forty in the first half. Yeah, and so he was on pace to what 80 yeah and he's like uh, the shooting guard who doesn't have the ball in his hands <laughs> he had the ball in his hands a grand total of like less than 90 seconds as someone had pointed out on twitter sure he had made a grand total of like 11 or 12 dribble dribbles yeah like that's insane that's the opposite of kobe right? yeah it's crazy like here's here's the thing i kept thinking about though and again right to you know to take a take a piss on yeah. top of the entire thing is that where's clay been most of the season yeah, he hasn't really been showing up most games in the season. It's been, you know, he's kind of streaky, hit or miss. And what well, thing I keep thinking about is like, yeah, Clay is like a, a top performer, top player, but if he was expected to be the man on a team, like this type of shit wouldn't cut it, right? Yeah. Like if he just wasn't showing up a lot of games and just like wasn't hitting shots and then blew up for 60, like we wouldn't exactly be celebrating it in the same way. But when you've got those comfort blankets of Durant and Curry, you know, and you've got a you know, whole team infrastructure in front of you, all of a sudden, you know, you look really good. I think. The best thing that happened to Clay, obviously, was not getting traded to Minnesota back oh, in the day. Because like, so. if he had gone to Minnesota, he would have played well. But I'm not even convinced that his ceiling is higher than Wiggins if he's on a shitty team by himself. No, he's, it's not. Because what does he have to offer? He's great with the ball, but he's really best in rhythm shooting, like mm-hmm. off the screen in rhythm shots. Yes. Yeah. And that's what he's used to. Yeah. And I called that out in like the first few weeks. Like Clay's lacking... A performance of any kind right now mm-hmm. and i think what we just said was they don't really need him to do anything much exactly. this season exactly. he can go off and then they'll ride the hot hand and that's what they do all season yeah. is they have this amazing flow offense and whoever's actually hitting it will just can they keep going to him yeah exactly it just speaks to their depth and their versatility and you know it's an incredible achievement like you can't take away anything from it um you, yeah. you just don't see these type of performances every day um but again, against Indiana, who's been you know very up and down, and then the thing with me is just like I just want to see Clay do more. So like I would rather have Clay averaging twenty five a game and just having statements every night versus like never showing up in the dropping six. Absolutely. Well, that, dude, that's what Kevin Durant's doing right now. He's like almost thirty points a game, like twenty seven, yeah. twenty eight points consistently. a game, consistently, absolutely consistently. It's incredible, and so he's taken over that role yeah. to the point where I don't think that 
you know, Clay could have done that on another team. Well, that's the thing. You Isn't know, it ironic that yeah. Clay, before the season, was like, you know, I'm not giving up shit when it talked about, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, giving up shots and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. And it really, and unfortunately, I think in the general narrative of the casual fan or people who aren't paying attention, <laughs> this supports that, right? He's like, I'm not, I'm not giving up shit. I scored 60 in the game. It's like, well, but you haven't been yourself the entire season. So it's actually you're giving up a lot, and this just highlights it even more. At least that's the takeaway I took at it. But obviously, I'm looking at it from a little bit different perspective. No, I agree. And then he's like, oh, wait, remember me, right? Like, just a statement game. <laughs> Y'all forgot about Clay. Forgot about Clay. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. So uh, we got to take break down one more team here in gameplay, and I guess the the team that I'd I'd like to break down a little bit further is Houston. Houston is really really playing well. They're sixteen and seven as of this podcast. They're in fourth in the West. Yeah, and that's <laughs> I was not expecting that. Definitely not expecting that. What oh. what seed did you guys have them in? I think I had them as six. Um, and mainly because I thought there would be an amazing, you know, three, three and a half quarter team where they just space and pace. Yes. But um, I didn't see them being a defending team at all. So, like, any time they face, you know, half their teams in their division, they'd lose, right? Yep. So um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't think that they'd do as well as they are doing right now. But that's because I didn't really expect Eric Gordon to kind of do as well he's doing off the bench. I didn't really expect them to be fully healthy. Um, you know, you always kind of think about Houston and who's playing with, and they're usually injured, right? Yes. So. I just want to say I had them finishing fourth oh. in the West. Like, oh, yeah. All right. All I right. mean, I mean, if you think about you it, did. the that's top right. the top three in the West are Golden State, San Antonio, Clippers. Like, yes, that's just guaranteed. A given. guaranteed. And that, the season has played out that way thus far, but I think I thought that was pretty easy to see going yeah. into the season. And then after that in the West, what is there? It's kind of up for grabs, right? Portland has not played to the potential. No. Houston yeah. is kind of the best of the rest in the West. Yeah, Utah's definitely not played too. Uh, you just needed to do that, didn't you? <laughs> um, but yeah, I've you know, when you when you start looking at Houston and what they bring to the table, you know, you hit all the key points. They're not going to play defense, but the thing is, they don't have to, right? Uh-huh. They play just enough defense against OKC, and really it was only Westbrook keeping them in that game. I turned, tuned into it for the yeah, last yeah, quarter yeah, or so, yeah. and Westbrook single handedly kept them from just getting wiped off the floor. Um, and it's that it's that thing about that I think we see more and more about these huge swings. Right, these teams will have twenty point swings and go up really huge, and teams either pack it in or they mm-hmm. go on their own run. This has been like this last year and a half or so for me has been a lot of games of runs. Right, yeah, it's just I I don't know I see I just see that a lot. And so the Rockets are really primed to play that way, and they're going to win a lot of games that way. The West is not as strong as it's been. Anytime they play an Eastern Conference team, you know they have a really good shot. They'd be what number two, number three in the East. Easily, so yeah, with, with all that combined, to me, it just seems like fours reasonable expectations. I don't see anybody else in the West jumping them to get to the fourth. Well, spot. good foresight in the beginning of the season. I um, foresight, foresight. Oh my foresight. god, he's just playing those puns. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, so hey, let's let's move on from gameplay into uh, some awesome moments, some notable stats for the last week here. So, Guy, you found some really interesting stats here. You want to kind of run through what you found? Teams are averaging 103.9 points per game and 96.5 possessions. For 48 minutes this year, the most since 1992 and 1993. Great year, that was a great year. Vintage. I like that. I like that's a deep stat. You're really going to the archives for that one. Yeah, I mean, and that's 13 years. (laughs) Incredible insight. Incredible. If you do the math. (laughs) If you do the math. All right. So obviously, you know, we can't talk about this last week without talking a little bit more about about Bestbrook about what he's done so seven seven straight triple doubles can this man can this man keep it up yeah, that, that's the question in those seven straight triple doubles the record is six and one it's in 
That's awesome. Yeah. And he's on this like Wilt Chamberlain kick right now. Mm-hmm. But is he, but can he keep it up? Can is he? It, I mean, it looks like he should be able to. I don't know if he can keep up the triple doubles, but it's it's damn near that pace. Well, two more, and then he's tied with Wilt Chamberlain for the most ever. Yeah. Sure. Anytime you yeah. tie Wilt Chamberlain for anything, like that's impressive. Yeah. To me, um, like Clay, sixty. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, talk to me about talk to me when you like once you start getting the wilt stratosphere on any stat, then then you know you're really approaching history. Um, yeah, the, the answer to your question is: Is he literally going to do a triple double every game all season? No, but if the question is can he keep up those triple double like numbers, the answer is yes. He's going to be really close to the end of the season um, with these type of numbers. And I think we talked about this before the season mm-hmm. even started, right? We said who's who's the new Mamba? Who's going to come in, take over? Yep. Who's going to have these runs like Kobe did in his prime? Yep, that's Westbrook. Yeah, good point. Yep. Yes, he is. That's why I'm getting his jersey <laughs> for Christmas. All right. So we get into some, obviously, some stats here. Points, boards, assists, kind of the whole gamut. Let's just quickly run through this. Obviously, Clay is leading the point, the point totals. J. Michael Green is like leading, was leading boards through yesterday when I pulled this stat. This is over the last week. J. Michael Green. I don't even. Memphis. Memphis. And it's J. Michael. All right, well, I, I mispronounced most players' names wrong, so that's it's par for course. See, it's, it's impressive because you didn't pronounce it wrong. You mispronounced them wrong, you just said. So that's impressive. Like, you're even mispronouncing them wrong. <laughs> Death to but all of you. That's that's actually crazy, though. He's like a small forward, smaller than LeBron, and he's getting 60 boards in a week of games. Yes. What the hell? <laughs> that's Memphis. like four games. Yes. Whatever's in the water down there. Uh, I saw a stat recently about Drummond running. He's running like... 20 and 20 uh, but it was like four different performances this year for him and like three for the rest of the nba mm-hmm. for all Ooh. players total i believe it's three in a row for him too it was like really minnesota charlotte wow. and there's another one that was just back to back back wow. and then you get into assists draymond is like showing showing how good he is at assists right now incredible like 36 assists through the last week he is he is really beefing it up obviously harden and westbrook and the rest of the crew is kind of in that category as well mm-hmm. so and then, uh, dude, the blocks, the blocks, blocks are an interesting category right now because you have Gobert, Greek Freak, and Davis. They all had like ten blocks over oh this last God. week. Wow, all different positions too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, you watch Whiteside, and when he blocks, he's like grabbing them and like immediately pushing the fast break in midair. He's grabbing them. It's wow, like, it's like they're like purposeful blocks. They're not just like get them out of here and like scream like. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all right. I'm going into it. I'm dropping into the insane plays of the week, and I want to just talk about a few things. So obviously this is going to go in with Insane Dunks. As the founder of Insane Dunks, I I have to talk about some of these plays and some of these dunks. So I'm going to start from the top. First off, there is a block that Joel Embiid has of Anthony Davis, which was just like, holy cow, big man taking down big man. It, it is worth watching. We're going to throw – I'm going to try and find all these to throw these up on our, on our Twitter feed. Um, is, it, Gee, is it possible that we could just have a Minnesota-only dunk contest? <laughs> so with, with, with Towns, Boz. Levine, and Wiggins. And like, Boz. And Boz, yeah. I mean, like, Towns throws, over this dunk, throws this dunk over Draymond, and oh, man. But then on the other side, I saw this uh, – there was a DeRozan dunk over the top of Rubio. You don't have to remind me. Oh, no, it's, it's a dark memory. So, uh, But we don't want a layup competition because, you know, Rubio can't make a layup. <laughs> Levine can't make a layup. I mean, and didn't even make this list, but uh, Blake Griffin's jam over uh, 
Draymond. Oh. Y'all remember that? Like, Clippers yeah. didn't really have a lot of memorable moments in that game, but Blake went up and just, yeah. it was nasty. It was a good one. I, uh, man, Clint Capella just posterized Julius Randle this week. It, that is that is a dunk that we're going to get into. Uh, ever we're going to show. Ever since that triple double from Julius Randle, he's like had a huge landslide. He hasn't been doing anything. <laughs> he hasn't done anything. Absolutely yeah. nothing. And I think this is one of the contenders for one of my favorite plays of the year. There's a no look pass from Reggie Jackson. Reggie J- Jackson just came back this yeah, last week, cool. and he like he throws it over his shoulder to Draymond or sorry to Drummond, and Drummond just like takes it for the easy slam. But it's l- truly a no look like in traffic. I'm like, how did you even like? How did you have any idea? You could have just been throwing it into anybody. You know, like they've rehearsed this shit. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. So we're gonna throw up some clips. These are on. There's a bunch of top five, top tens over the last week. So well, these are kind of buried throughout it. Top five insane plays. We also have top five insane moments of um, terribleness. Of terribleness. All right. So kick us off. Well, we can't kick it off without Draymond, but. His teammate, JaVale McGee, <laughs> after a uh, free throw make by his own team, tries to inbound the ball to the for the opposing team. And he's like, wait, whoop, my bad. And he even recognizes it. And he's like, you know, I'm a Shackton nominee. Man, he's like, he's he's kind of getting to be a permanent member of it's JaVale Shackton to fool McGee. Yeah. I mentioned this already, but uh, Rubio in this game against uh, Charlotte. Um, no, against Toronto, sorry. Um Steel gets a, an amazing steal. He's on a one-man fast break, goes up for a layup, and it just he forgets how to shoot a layup <laughs> by himself. <laughs> Team Stream, this like mobile app, uses that picture of him about to shoot a layup. Yeah, I posted it on our Slack channel, and they use that for the Timberwolves to buy tickets from. Like that's the image of <laughs> oh man. <laughs> hey, facts don't matter. Yeah. Facts don't matter. <laughs> if we run that play back, he missed that. Man, you know what? We also had a number of people coming to the old man's lounge this week. Oh, man. 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 The Old Man's Lounge had some pretty good representation. Actually, there's some people that we haven't seen before. And there's some unique uh, unique table settings at the Old Man's Lounge. <laughs> so, Monta Ellis comes to visit us. He had, this was last night, he had 22 minutes, no points. You know, the great part of the Old Man's Lounge is that the players come, but they can never talk about if they, about, you know, the opportunities for, well, about scoring in any of those games, because right. none of them did. Right. So... You know what? We actually got to see two people at the same table. These guys were playing in the same game. Myers Leonard and Troy Williams, both both uh, pull zero. I haven't seen that stat. That it, like it's incredibly hard to track for the Old Man's Lounge. I mean, reservations are are a bitch, but the it's 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 really funny to try and like try and figure out not only who's starting, but then a, this this stat around players in the same game who both scored zero starting oh, like sure. that's that's deep stats right there sure. too deep um can we get a special vip invitation to myers leonard to visit uh <laughs> one geese hair salon please <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned it's a it's, it's a it's a buy one Even white boys got a shout it's a it's a buy one get one half off deal <laughs> <laughs> yo in that same game in the same person yes. myers leonard uh, was so frustrated with the fact that he wasn't scoring anything and doing literally anything 
He, I think he had four fouls in the span of like five or six minutes. And the announcer was naming, it was calling him wrong. Like, it was <laughs> Miles Leonard. And he, he was so upset that you could see him visibly upset. And he was like, Myers. Running to the, the uh, announcer. Yeah. I thought that was pretty I love funny. it. <laughs> so not only was he doing nothing, he was more upset about the announcing <laughs> than his actual gameplay. Yeah, that's that's funny. So we had we had a few more members for the O Man's Lounge this week. So uh, M- MKG, PJ Tucker, and Andrew Bogut all stopped by the O Man's Lounge. And so MKG ooh. doesn't stand for Mini KG. It stands for uh-huh. Does Not Score on <laughs> December seventh. <laughs> yeah, and so. Andrew Bogut. Oh my God! And he's like in trade rumors already. Like, get me out of here so I can score no points for another team. <laughs> so. The great thing is what, what we actually discussed off air and what we need to discuss on air mm-hmm. is that, you know, the reservations and, you know, getting into the old man's lounge is, is quite a deal. So we're putting up an Instagram. The yeah. RTP Instagram will have reservations and uh, some images from those who visit us in the old man's lounge. Basically, yeah. if you want to know all things old man's, follow RTP on Instagram. Coming soon. Under construction. Uh, you heard it here first. I heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you re- renamed the segment this week. Where, what are we dropping into? We're dropping all the way from the Kobe beefs. Mm, so tasty. To the shitty Chief Keefs. That's that shit I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so st- starting from the top. Had a terrible last couple of weeks. Starting from the top. You know, the Bucks. the Bucks are really... They're showing what they're worth, and they're moving up in the East, man. So, I, you know, I've talked about Greek Freak the last week, but they, they continue to show promise here. So I, 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 can, I can't take them off this list, not yet. Yeah, Greek Freak, winning streak. Um, <laughs> John Wall's trending too, huh, apparently, with the 52 in yeah, a loss? Yeah, 50, well, 52 in a loss, but, I mean, he's showing some signs of life again, so sure. at least I'd put him on the positive side. You know, Lou Williams. Checkered pit, Lou Williams. Lou <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, Will. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting Lou Williams on this list. I'm putting Draymond on this list. He's he's shown a lot of hustle over the last week. And so there's this player, this Harrell from, uh, what is his name? Montrez Harrell. Okay. From right. Houston? Yeah, from Houston. And I've been watching a few games from him, and he's he's showing some worth. I'm, I'm moving him off the charts. Nice. All right, so on, on the negative side. Well, on the Chief Keith side. Is. Yeah, we're not negative on this podcast. We're Chief Keith's this week. Um, one, Joaquim Noah. <laughs> he has that shot put shot, right? Like the, let's throw both hairs in the air, both hands in the air like we don't care. Tornado. Kitty ass fool. Yeah. Um, 70, you know, 70, a career 70% free throw shooter. Sure. Is shooting a career low. Um, 24% from the line. This oh, year. man. It's just a Kobe tribute. 24%. Number 24. Oh. That's all it is. It's on purpose. <laughs> it's a piece of art. He's in New York now. He's just uh, you know trying to get his uh, performance in the moment. Gotcha. I like it. <laughs> I like that. Do the dress need to go? I don't know. I don't know. It, that'll be in the hair salon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm throwing Matt Barnes on this list. Uh, I'm throwing him on this list because I think he might be in jail pretty <laughs> yeah. soon. So he, he drops pretty low on the uh, active player list. He's more obsessed about his Instagram and getting noticed by the police than actually playing. Yeah, games. I'm actually playing moving up. Games. I'm moving up Quincy AC from the Texas Legends higher than uh, Matt Barnes. Can't right believe now. you Beautiful. found him. I, 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 I'm right here. I, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> I got the beard and everything. Uh, 
All right, so you're throwing Cat on this list as well. Yeah, I, I'm turning off the TV sometimes when I watch him play. I know how amazing he is. Um, he's developing. But he is bricking bricks from Brickland. Uh, from three. <laughs> Let's edit that whole crap out. Wow. Bricks from Brickland. Of course. I just threw Cat on there. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm frustrated with him. Yeah. And I just wanted. I just. Yeah, I wanted to disturb some drama. <laughs> edit the last part out. Incredible. I'm making pistachio, so you have to. Incredible. <laughs> All right, and we're going to be right back with the three man weave. We are back. Hey, what's good, fellas? Oh man, what an answer. The only answer to this question, not even the correct one, the only one, is Russell Westbrook. Interesting. Russell Westbrook. I'm doing how Harlem Globetrotter shit around my body spinning on my finger right now. The second candidate is Grand Fist. Whoa, whoa, he's not going to rap at all. He's on a rapping height. I feel like he's going to be irrelevant this season. Whoa, whoa, shots fired. I reject that here. Will crying LeBron replace crying Jordan in the memosphere this season? Insane nuts. These nuts are dunks. <laughs> pistachio. Pistachio, pistachio, pistachio. Yo, instead of pistachios, why stop and settle for pistachios? We're all about nuts, right? Yeah. Just all nuts. All nuts. All encompassing nuts. Walmond? Walmonds. Walmond. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I just came up with a new one. That's how insane they are. I'm sick of eating walnuts and almonds separately. I just need more efficiency in my life. <laughs> now with 100% more efficiency, walnuts. <laughs> These nuts are nuts. <laughs> Yo, and then we can make our own peanut butter and it's uh, insane butter. Insane, insane walnut peanut butter. Yeah. With Dude, a wombat? And we can do milk. <laughs> oh, wombat milk? That's yeah. weird. I don't want to do wombat milk. <laughs> well, look at this guy. Settling. He's <laughs> settling. Where are those man's dreams at? He, he lost uh, MTG, are you going to drop us in? All right, three men. Here we go. No intro. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> it really bucks the intro. <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right, y'all been playing Give and Go for the last couple weeks. Yes. We're back with the three man. Yes. We're going to kick it off. Have to. And we're going to kick it off with our very own NBA season stat track back fat. Woo! Oh, Here we go. Unbelievable. All right, guys. It's like a quiz, it's like a question. <laughs> so we have an NBA player. He's current. He's a current NBA player. Mm. I say sure? that because he's kind of barely an NBA player right now. Mm. He was an all star. He's currently career low in points, blocks, rebounds, steals, assists, minutes okay. played. Even he's played for a couple teams, like, you know, recently he's been traded. But he's was, you know, he's been in the league for a while. He's like, been traded, or he changed teams of his own volition. Ah, uh, both. And um, he's been in the season for like eight. He's been in the NBA for like eight nine years. So he was drafted by Toronto. That's kind of, that could be a hint, but he's he was traded before the season even started. Um. But here's a hint, if you don't get it right now. He has his own currency. He has his, his literally has his own currency, developed by some Chinese fans. Okay? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, and you know what happened? The reason why this currency started? No. Because he was an O-man in the 2014 playoffs. That's a massive hint. In one game where he played over 34 minutes. Mm. All right, I so only now, have one guess at this, but one. I don't. I mean, 
I'm trying to think. Drafted but, by Toronto. But I'm not, I'm not done with giving you all the facts. Wow. Keep going. Wow. With the back wow. So wow. Not, we don't just get to guess when we wow. think you, you know can, it. We've got to keep going. But you can. It's but, if, but if you're not clear, I'm, I'm providing clarity. Continue. <laughs> he had zero points. He had zero rebounds, zero blocks, zero assists. They lost that game. Mm. Mm. He played 34 minutes. But I gave you a huge hint because he's an O-man from the 2014 playoffs. But here's the <laughs> final hint. He was on network TV. Ooh. He was a reoccurring guest, actually, on network TV. I think I know who it is. Yeah, I think you know who it is. I think I gave it away. I thought it was going to be one of his... I was just going to guess one of his teammates from oh. that 2014 team. But now that you've said that, I know. Yeah, you know. I know you know. Well, that's excellent. I like I want it. You to, I want... I know you know, and I'm. I I I don't know who it is. Have do you have a guess? No. Former All Star. Yeah, he's an All Star. He okay. This is how you describe the currency. His <laughs> contributions to the NBA is equal to the first emperor in China. Oh, that's helpful. <laughs> Five Omer Osich's equal one. This. Doesn't that make sense? Doesn't that oh, God. clear? This is. You're starting down a damn like wicked path here, Gay. This Old is man mathematics. This is episode seventeen. This is going to go to episode seventeen hundred with the currency manipulation that's going <laughs> to occur, occur between players now. Well, I mean, I didn't make this up. Someone else created a coin. I know. A coin, but MTG is going to run this till it's till it's gone. So, well, he, uh, I, I know he knows this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No the guess. I don't. No I, don't guess. I don't know. The, I don't know who this is. All right. If I if it's the person I think it is. His first name is the last name of my favorite player yeah, in the last 10 years. It is. It's that player. It's that player. And if you know, it's that player. I, God damn. <laughs> I stumped him and I felt good about stumping him. No, that's excellent. I gave you guys too much. That's all I got. Who, who, who is it? Who is How about it? This? it was the network TV thing that, that gave absolutely gave it away. Although I was, I was on the right track. Can can somebody just like reveal it to me, or is this just like Drum sit and fucking wait, Kyle? <laughs> you got to make one guess. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? He played for Toronto. He was no. He did. He, he was drafted. That was a. I wanted to throw you off with that. Drafted by Toronto, but never played a game for Toronto. But the easiest one, I would say, he was in the 2014 playoffs, and he was an O man in 34 minutes. But that wasn't is so massive. At one point in his career, yeah, it was an all star. That is a fucking giveaway. I don't know. I don't know. Just go. Roy Just Hibbert. Roy Hibbert. Hibbert coin. Hibbert coin, baby. <laughs> Brandon Roy Hibbert. <laughs> it was the it was the Omer Omanos. It's like currency swaps that really confused me because <laughs> currency trading is hard, man. <laughs> currency trading is hard. Well, these same people, these same fans, had Yao coin. Whenever Yao was doing something amazing, they would relate and say we couldn't we couldn't trade. You know, the country of you know Cuba for a Yao coin. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But then at the same point, they made Hibbert coin. And that's, re- that's legit. It's so legit that, you know what? It's too legit to quit. I'll show you the picture of what all the people at home can, you know, yeah. listen in to this picture. <laughs> wow. This is riveting content. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here it is. I, and I'm not making it up. I, I see it. It's That's terrible for a podcast. Here it is, guys. Hibbert coin. Uh, Hib. We are getting exposed to Hibbercoin in studio, so follow along. <laughs> well, all right, Incre- incredible, incredible uh, statue. So last week, that. you know, last week we had Greek Freak mm. hit his own YouTube channel, mm. and the year, and the week before we had Kawhi Leonard, who has you know millions or thousands of uh, 
followers on Twitter, but he only has five tweets. Yeah. And he follows Jamal Crawford. And it was like, <laughs> how could you not guess Kawhi Leonard? But anyways, Dig let's it, keep going. D- I love it. Digging deep. Digging deep. How about we, uh, we do some listing right now? Some top fives. Top five, top five, top five. Let's do it. Let's do it. Top five despised players. Oh, here we go. In the league. Yeah, each of us are going to roll through our top five most despised players in the league. These are the players that every time they come on the television, you're just a little bit upset about it. Yeah. Top five most despised. Starting it off for me. Number five, Patrick Beverly. Wow. Wow. Can't stand this dude. Just a look on his face every game. He's just annoying as hell. Run around. Doesn't really contribute a whole lot, except on the defensive end. He's a lockdown defender, right? He's going to harass and annoy the other player to death. Like, mm-hmm. I guess he's definitely, he fits that category of player that you hate to play against, but you love when he's on your team. And for me, he just uh, he just kind of looks homeless and a little bit sleepy all the time. <laughs> and I just don't appreciate his game. I think he's just one of those dirty players that, you know, he's able to hustle and stay in the league. Can't stand him. Right. Top five. Oh. I can't stand Dwight Howard as my number five. Number five. Wow. Number five. Why is that? He's everything I'm against in the NBA. What's everything you're against in the NBA? Everything. <laughs> I'm just looking for a reason. I don't why. like the fame. I don't like the power. I don't like, you know, I keep his eyes on his final hour, you know? <laughs> wow. No. I just hate how he handled the Orlando situation, and then he became this baby for the next two or three years, and he gets to go home. He gets to be cradled this whole time. Yep. Here's m- millions of dollars, and continue sucking, please. Continue being terrible at the free throw line. Continue having no post game. Mm-hmm. And then he bitches and he complains on social media and at the rest, but he doesn't do anything. I hate watching him. <laughs> like, there's no point in any NBA season that I've liked watching him. Whew. Wow. Even the Superman thing, the thrunk, it wasn't a dunk. And he was like playing that up, you know? I was just like, get the hell out of my screen. I've never heard that before. Thrunk? Yeah. It was a throw dunk. Classic thrunk maneuver. Is that, uh, is that from the deep uh, Reddit archives? Thrunk? Probably. Uh, yeah. I don't make things don't up know. on my own. No, Me. I mean, if you did make that up, you should copyright that immediately. That's, copyright. That's money in the bank. some thrunk. Hibbert Hib- Hib- coin. Um, okay, I'm going number five. I'm going Omer, Omar Oman Osik as number five. And why is that? He's provided you so much joy. I, it's so much, so much joy, but he can't score. He can't defend. It's only a matter of time before he's in the D-League. Uh, and, but I'll continue to watch the D-League. So, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean Quincy AC is better than he is. So boom, I uh, I gotta keep him at five there. All right, fair number four for me, and this is sort of like this player represents more than just himself. Mm-hmm. This player represents he's, <laughs> he's sort of an avatar for every wow. other player that is just like him in the league, and by that I mean he is every generic white guy on an oh. NBA team. <laughs> One Mason Plumley. Oh. Can't stand this dude. Wow. Trash. Not, not Miles Plumley though. I've gotten that. I've, got, <laughs> I've gotten those two confused plenty of times. Nah, or Miles, Miles or, gets the appropriate amount of disdain from yeah. all parties. Unfortunately, Mason is heralded in some circles, um, but he doesn't. Very, like, he, he has that classic thing about like, oh, he's he's a smart uh, smart heady player who yeah. uh, he just you know he hustles on the court. And that's what I say <laughs> about every white dude who can't play and doesn't actually contribute. Yes, he makes some good backdoor passes and stuff like that, but it's it's way outside of what his actual contribution is. And I hate all the faces that he makes. <laughs> and the fact that people think that he's any good, like, shut this dude down. Just get him out of the league. Yeah, I also hate how many faces White Howard makes. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> Just the two of us. Um, Who you got it for? Brooke Lopez. Fuck that dude. Whoa. Whoa. Like, I can't have any other way to describe him other than the dude is trash, and I hate watching that team. He is the, the trash Lopez, brother. The trash Lopez. <laughs> the trash Lopez. <laughs> Robin Lopez. 
Wait, is that has been good? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Is that you know, incredible hair, just like you know, heady, smart player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's actually those things. Grabs rebounds, smart, puts it in. Love Robin. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with my number four here. Draymond hits number four for Whoa. me. Whoa! I just I don't like the off court antics. I don't like. I mean, I like the hustle, but I don't like. I don't care for him. These are these are. This is my most despised. I Indeed. I don't care to hear the rest of the story. If if he if he contributed everything else he contributed without having all this other crap off court, um, he would not make this list. But he definitely makes this list for me. Harsh. He's a star. Social media star. I mean, but this a, but this is still most despised. I'm not questioning his boy. talent. He has a very I, punchable face. I get it. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Incredible, shocking, the most shocking thus far, the entire number number three, number three for me, Draymond's teammate, one Zaza Pachulia, (laughs) (laughs) one of the most punchable faces in the history of the NBA. I mean, look, back to back white. Here's the thing, though, he's Euro white. (laughs) It's different. He's Euro. Back to back, no flight. It's not. It's not the American white dudes who are even more trash. Euro white dudes (laughs) can ball sometimes, and Zaza like. No. Not having it ever since you know his days in Atlanta, his days in Dallas, every other team he's been with, just like hate this dude, can't stand him. He's in the Patrick Beverly mold where he's just like he's just gonna annoy you, and that's his entire game plan. You know, he's not contributing basketball talent to the court. Can't don't fuck with Zaza. Oh my god. Well, mine would have to be CP3. Wow, that's 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 a my rep- MVP candidate. That's your MVP candidate, but but, but it's okay. Him. But it's dis- you Yo, can despise him. You can despise him. That is the team I can never tune tune into, right? Yeah. And even when he was with New really York, like, really, really, the Clippers are the team you can't turn into. No, I can't tune turn into, into it. it. <laughs> Shit, you can't, tune in. I you can't. You can't. You can't tune into it. Like not no, the magic. Not. Okay. All right. Well, I'll say that. Well, yeah, I like young talents. I like young teams. But okay. when they're fucking flopping around all the time and complaining <laughs> the refs and playing three games in one, yes, you know, no, that's not fun. And dude, he can be better than this. He's already an MVP type candidate. Why does he have to be like, oh, the dude scratched my leg? Let me throw myself on the, the ground and compl- complain and cry about it. Yeah, the thing that he's I done this for years, right? Every like, single time he brings the ball up the court on any kind of transition play, you always see him look behind him just to check if there's a player <laughs> running too close behind him so he can stop. Yes. The guy can run into him and he run can fall. Run into it, yeah. Yep. God, I hate that. Trash. Trash, CP3. What you got? Number three, I have a personal vendetta against oh, no. this man stemming oh, from no. a little incident at a bar, so I am going to Boris Akon Diaw <laughs> as my number three pick. He's innocent. Wow. Innocent, but we're talking about despised players here. He just decides to throw <laughs> up now. I need to take this moment, and uh, we owe Hondo an apology oh, due to a previous, an error in a previous episode. Um, not quite an error, but he just deserved more credit than we gave him. Boris Diaw, while not from Senegal, yeah. his father is from Senegal. <laughs> take that, Senegal and Senegal bot. I have that right. So we, you know, we gave it to him in that episode and let him know that uh, you know he was tripping yeah. for saying he was from Senegal. Venca- but everything's his family wrong. Is. Everything's wrong. Vencast Studios is going to have a Senegal flag. With this. <laughs> the Senegalese president is gonna, going to send me a Senegalese it's black, flag. It's black, green, and Boris Diaw. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Black, that Boris Diaw is now a color, yeah. <laughs> or it's just his face. You know, it's, just... it's like Jay Z blue, <laughs> Boris Diaw. They're all colors. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Number two. Um, this should not come as a surprise to anyone, but he plays for the team that I've grown up loving. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. One, Rajon Rondo. Ooh. Um, Ooh. It, again, not, Ooh. not hard to tell. Very yeah. despicable. Trash teammate, trash human being. Yeah. Um, 
can't really play that much in the NBA anymore. The league has moved on without him. Uh, just get him off the court. Get him off people's lives. Um, he'll be a nice footnote to history that no one will care about. Because no one reads footnotes. <laughs> no one can read. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Rajon Rondo, man. Like, what he did to Dallas, is, that's what really kills me. That eight seconds, you know, just like, just sla- a slap in the face to Rick Carlisle, Mark Cuban, Dirk, really. I mean, he's... History. He's like, fuck that. I mean more than all of this. Yeah. I mean, no one's ever accused Rondo of being good anything. <laughs> Who you got? Number two. Uh, one of similar stature. Mm. One J.J. Perea. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, this is, this, this this is a has, long-running personal like vendetta like against that. J.J. Perea. Well, he flops a lot, right? I'm, I'm very anti-flopping when I'm about. Yep. And uh, no, he flops a lot. But he also takes a lot of, like, I'm Michael Jordan-type shots. Like, I'm the king. Yep. And he's clearly not. And when he takes over games, it's like, tune into, you know, Titanic. I would rather watch Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. <laughs> Sink. Exactly. <laughs> I'd rather watch people die on a boat. That must have been some tough, some tough years for you when he uh, was in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, because we paid him, like, LeBron-like money. And he's never been able to perform for any team without. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Who you got? Number two. You're not going to like Rondo this, Key. I am going one Ricky Rubio, number Whoa. two. Ever since this guy set f- foot, he's just he's not been able to produce what I thought he could produce. His so. rookie season was the best, man. Are you sure? Are you sure you're right about that? Ever since he stepped foot, I, but he should like he was pro- like when he first came in, I thought he could do more than he, than he actually ended up doing. And from a points perspective, he's worthless on the court. I don't want him on this team. Like the Timberwolves clearly could use some, could take somebody else. I I'm not a fan of Ricky Rubio and won't be anytime he stays wow, in the NBA. That's, crazy. that's nuts. I mean, he does it have a lot a little of bit. unfulfilled promise. Yeah, that's you know. it's not against you. That's against Ricky Rubio. It's unfulfilled nuts. potential. Um, you know, when he's playing at his best, I like him. But uh, as a Timberwolves fan, I can't say that uh, I complain at all. <laughs> all right, here we're going. This is uh, this is the heater round right here. Number one most despised player in the league for me. This has been true since he came into the league. The rat mustachioed villain, Paul Pierce. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, I don't know at what point he became a legend, probably when, you know, he had the triumvirate there in Boston, finally won a title. But the man never came to an NBA season in shape. Right. Do you ever see that man no. without extra copious amounts of fat on his body? <laughs> he's, always, never. he's always been in shape, not been in shape. I'm pretty sure he's the one who trained Doc Rivers on how to complain at the refs. He's legendary <laughs> at it. Wow. Legendary. Um, this dude's game has always been a little bit overrated. Everyone's always thought he's a little bit better than he was. Um, he he like dwindled in obscurity there in Boston, putting up numbers with Antoine Walker. Um, like let's just let's gloss over all that because he won a title and all of a sudden now he's legendary. Like I always hate how that happens. How all of a sudden one day you wake up and somebody's a legend that was just an everyday player beforehand. Um, for me, just can't stand him. Nothing about him. Yeah, he had a very slow man's game, and that was that was what really ticked me off about Paul Pierce, like as if he's dead right now. It'd be funny uh-huh. to do a with the O man's. There's a slow man's lounge. Slow man's <laughs> lounge. It's just clips of. It's just like something. really, really slow defensive plays, like it's just Paul Pierce <laughs> and Boris Diaw. Just people getting burned. People getting burned. So well, that'd be pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> All right, who's your number one? Number one. I've already spoiled it. LeBron James. Woo. Oh man. I um ever since he was drafted in the league, I've always been anti you know, um, 
the next up and coming kind of superstar type of thing, and he got all this publicity. Kind of, he actually really owned it and he did. showed all of us like, yes, he's the best there's ever been outside of Jordan, really, and Kobe potentially. But I don't like the superstars. I like the young up young up and coming stars. Okay, the people that you know deserve more attention or deserve more praise for what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know. And he was on Cleveland for a while. I, I get it, right? But. Like, now he's been on super teams for, like, the past seven, eight years. Yeah. And I just, uh, I can't appreciate that. I wish that, like, the teams kind of formed around him um, through the draft, through what was organically, as opposed to, hey, I'm LeBron, I can bring anyone I want to over here. And that kind of, you know, the clout that he has, he has in the league kind of makes me very upset and, like, turns, turns me off. And so there's always, like, an asterisk with it whenever he does something, in my, in my mind. And he, also, he always, like, is in the news, even though he's not news. Like the J.R. Smith crap. Yeah, but it's just who's ever in that spot is going to get that news, though. Don't you think? Yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't know. And I, I just don't know how to go around it because we were we were caught by the new age of media when LeBron hit his prime. Yeah. And so everything LeBron is everything LeBron. Yes. And I'd rather be hearing about something else. All right. But that's why I have yeah. him at number one. Despisable. All go right. Ahead. My number one is probably going to be sent to jail on an assault charge coming <laughs> in the coming week. He's a despicable human being and a pretty terrible player, the one and only Matt Barnes. You gave him <laughs> praise, though, in the Summer League. He was... Oh, no, in, in uh, preseason, you were like, he's the, league leaguer in, he's the lead leaguer in steals. Whoa, I can't talk. Yeah, but he. Wa- I, was talking stat. Stat. I was talking stats. <laughs> that was not praise. That's just, uh. that's just hard, cold science. That's Yes, cold science behind bars science. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Matt Barnes. I don't think he's got too he's, many fans. Uh, yeah, he's just kind of a goon, right? He's he like, he is a goon, and I just I don't like what he represents. I don't like his game. I I don't know. He, yeah. he should have yeah more ethical kind of boundaries, I guess. Um, that's a good list. That's a good yeah. list. Top five most despised. I mean, we got a little you know get a little hot air out there. A little uh, well, some, some matters off of our chests, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, just get it out there. All right. I want to drop something a little bit lighter to close out the three-man. So we saw the water, ball, the water bottle flipping in the game, um, in the Cleveland game this last week mm. to, because they were, they were way up on the Knicks. So what is your guess as to the next viral sensation that teams blowing out other teams will engage in post, post the water bottle flip? Ooh, great question. Mannequin challenge. <laughs> Mannequin challenge on the during, the game. during the game. <laughs> That's awesome. I remember that whole like um, pregame, they would look up at the, the scoreboard and they would be like, oh, and like the whole team would be around it. There must be like some sort of group like celebration yeah. for like someone making a three point shot. And it'd be like this like, you know, 10 person like lens or something yeah like they all kind of do that yeah or some sort of cheer that's like a wave or something stupid i think it's gonna be the whole bench uh has tea and biscuits (laughs) 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 just porcelain cups just eating just you know they're up by 25 just indulging so there there's a pretty funny part in uh in a football game a few weeks ago where aaron Rodgers like disappeared in this like training tent so I think the training tent is going to hit the NBA. So this Ooh. this tent gets set up on the side of the court, and you don't know what any of the players are doing oh in it. Oh, my God. Getting HGH shots. <laughs> well, that might just be LeBron. But might yeah, might just fun. be LeBron. So. All right. Anything, Love it. Anything else to round up the three-man this I week? I mean, there's a lot of passes, a lot of things going on. I feel I feel good about that. Okay. Three-man week. We weave in.
on the internet is all about that novelty. Not novelty. Newness on the internet is all about that novelty. The Seattle connection. Vancast networks. Dun 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 dun. Close out. Close out. Episode seventeen. It's winding down. It's winding down. So we got to go into this weekend basketball. got to start from the top here so the players of the week not really a huge surprise this last week the one and only mr Tri- triple double himself russell westbrook as well Ooh. as the greek freak greek i think those are great picks those are Pick um, definitely great picks a little bit of other league activity so they did rule on that unnatural acts so this is that call basically stemming from the the, the Draymond Creek. yeah I, I don't have too much more in terms of what they actually ended up doing did they find him for? I think they just said uh, no more GMO kicks. That, that, that's, probably, kicks. That, that's probably not fair. unnatural. That's probably fair. Franken food, Draymond <laughs> kicks. <laughs> no, no Franken food. Just uh, only high kicks, and you're only allowed to do that at halftime in the dance routine. Woo. So love it. Um, okay, so the season is going to be starting earlier. So we did get final confirmation that it's ten days earlier, and they're spacing it out. I think we had talked about this in the last last episode so uh i think it'll just allow for better overall spacing a lot fewer back-to-backs which should be a great thing for everybody um also i did see that the nba denied the raptors <laughs> there this is that controversial call on i believe it's november 20th wow. versus the kings so they did not allow that to go through <laughs> so let's just keep going with the season you guys are gonna be two seasons yeah so like very it. interesting all right a little bit of player activity we don't have too much this week you want to talk about the trades gee uh, and a yeah. li- little bit of movement here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think anything really uh, significant happened other than when after Mike Conley, um, you know, got injured, they were looking for a point guard. They didn't mm-hmm. have to actually have a point guard for a game. They ran Mike Marcus who had like a season, you know, high eleven or twelve assists. They got a, a, a Tony Douglas, I believe. Okay. Um, after that injury, uh, Demo has a really crazy like backstory with the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Monte Yunus. Yeah. Um, yeah. I call him Demo because I actually don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh-huh. Um, Donatus Montejunas. Montejunas. Montejam. He's had some crazy, crazy history with the Rockets being like underselling him and his worth. So, so he went out with his agent to get a potential other offer, uh, and he got one from the Brooklyn Nets. Four-year, $32 million, And they got matched, but it got matched at a lesser value? What? And that was signed. Well, so here's the thing. Yeah, I'm not... I don't know all the arcane details, but I know yeah. this, that Monty Yunus was hoping to get at least 10 mil a season, and Brooklyn didn't even offer him that. No. So that was the whole thing. Like, yeah, Houston has been sort of lowballing him on the deal front, but like, he couldn't get any other offers because of his you know, medical history and things like that. So yeah. Yeah. he ended up getting only 8 mil a year. I mean, wow. In, wow. A, lot, in a lot of ways, Daryl Morey is a genius, but um, I just we, it's weird how they've been handling him as a player in the NBA. Um, but in terms of other movement, there hasn't been a whole lot. This is kind of like... Yeah, it's kind of just the middle of the season, yeah. and we're grinding away. Uh, just a little bit on the injuries front. There were a couple couple things that happened. So Ran- uh, this was an injury, right, in terms of Randolph? Randolph's Is that Randolph? Sleep? No, yeah. it was uh, Grievance. Oh, Grievance, okay. But he, he ended up coming back, yeah. so, but he had been out. Uh, MTG, well, you can talk. This is not directly affecting your bulls, but – Derek Rose getting hurt. Oh, man. It's just that time of the year. <laughs> is it really an NBA season it's really, Derek it's, Rose and get hurt? It's really a clock. Uh, so the other question I had is, so is Dirk, is Dirk hurt Alive? again? Or, uh, like, is he still out? I, I'm very confused as to what his status is. He came is. back for a game, maybe okay. a game and a half. Sure. Why play him this season? I yeah. know he's injured, but that's, like, and in the NBA circle, like, if he's injured and it's, like, 
a, a pinky cut, you know, like a paper cut, mm-hmm. they'll sit him out for the rest of the season. Well, the thing is, like, you know, they're trying to tank, but Dirk is such a proud player. It's yeah. like you can't convince him just to, like, not play and accept a fake injury, right? So they're just, like, they're trying to sell it to him as best they can. So he's going to come back every few games and play just because he's that good of a competitor. But they really want to be tanking and try and get a pick early in this next draft. <laughs> it's a deep draft. I'm – this is a time of season, like, I, I kind of hate because I'm a Timberwolves fan, right? Yeah. And we're always We're always awful. Yeah. That I'm like jumping, not jumping ship, but I'm like looking at the prospects yep. and watching the games and the highlights of the prospects. And it is deep as hell. And so I kind of am at that point where I'm like, Wolves just suck, please. Just, you need more. Uh, you need more. Well, luckily, Tibbs uh, is doing yeah. really well on that front. Tibbs is doing really well. Thanks, Tibbs. Um, and then I did see that Isaiah Thomas was out. So I, he oh. had he'd gotten hurt in one of the last games here this oh. week. So I don't think he was out for too long, but that's kind of an, an interesting injury for mm-hmm. the. Uh, for the Celtics as they're trying to maintain the, the three seed right now. So mm, could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, fines, you know, this is not this is not a significant category, but I just, I smile every week because I see Boogie's name every single week yeah. in terms of having to pay the fines for technicals. So it's really, really funny how many technicals that man gets. Ooh. <laughs> All right, going into a little bit. A little bit lighter news. I was laughing out loud at work when I saw this stat. Yeah. So, Guy, can you can you hit us up with what this is? Well, I cannot pronounce his first name, okay. so I'm not going to try. Okay. Um, he's in the D League. His name is something Anaku. Okay. Or Anahuku. Um, he is a large dude, and he gets to the line a lot in the D League. Mm-hmm. And he's so bad at shooting free throws that he started a new technique. It's not that new. Nah, Rick Barry's son. <laughs> but that's how I knew it's been since Rick Barry. He's shooting, I believe, over, like, you know, what, how many games? Like 20, 25 games so far in the D League. Sure. 87.5% shooting <laughs> underhand free throws. That's right. Somebody called DeAndre. Somebody called Dwight. Somebody called Drummond. You don't have to make it look famous. Like, you can suck, but you can also make your free throws. Think about how popular Jeez. any of those dudes would become if they started shooting underhand. Everyone would know their name. People who don't care about basketball would all of a sudden know who DeAndre Jordan is. I'd take him off my top five of most despised list. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> Impressive. I found a stat this week that said half of NBA players are coming from 24 schools. Nice. So, obviously, Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, and you know, the list goes on and on. No. Uh, but really, really interesting list. I mean, and that's, that's crazy how few schools that really is. That one season with Cat, Devin Booker, Trey Lyles, yeah, like, Willie Cauley Stein, like that's crazy, right? All those players are like significant role players, if not stars, on yeah. their teams right now. Yeah. Uh, I also saw a just a short announcement here that Magic Johnson is is coming back and appearing on ESPN, so he's going to start on Christmas and he's going to be back for the uh, Saturday games. Get off my TV. <laughs> every year, the dunk contest is back. And every year, Magic Johnson's tweeting about the most irrelevant, relevant stuff. <laughs> He's like, this is, why, this is why the Lakers are bad right now. And it's like, they don't have enough stars. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. Like, um, so that's this kind of analysis he brings on ESPN. I guess ESPN looks for people that don't have any analysis to bring. This, this Popovich comment is incredible. He hit us with this. Well, it was recently... Uh, told to Greg Popovich that um, he received 25 write-in votes for the pre- the presidential election. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> the world's going to be okay. The world's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last last comment here. So this is the, the Bucks Arena. So 
Yeah, being... this is definitely lighter news. Like okay. uh, the Bucks Arena is kind of having fun with its fans, and okay. every time like they play some sort of marquee game, they kind of like meme it up a little bit. They um you know go to the crowd, and then someone who's wearing a Steph Curry jersey, mm-hmm. they're like, he, you know, they're here just to you know a bandwagon fan or something like that. Sure. Or they say like um doesn't even know who you know uh, they uh, what Golden State is. You know, <laughs> they, they think that's a you know a city or something. <laughs> This is the best, dude. Yeah. They came out with something last <laughs> night when they played against Portland. In the fourth quarter, they, they brought up the SoundCloud page of, Dra- of Damian Lillard. <laughs> and, and he said SoundCloud rapper. And they said, like, chant SoundCloud rapper. And so the fans in Milwaukee, while Damian Lillard was shooting free throws. <laughs> chanting SoundCloud rapper. It's incredible. SoundCloud rapper. That was, like... That's next level. <laughs> it's incredible. It's creative. Like I love the direction it's going. I just wish we it's were still much. back in the. No, I just wish we were back in the day when that would have happened organically because NBA fans were like so smart and savvy. Like now you got to put it up on a jumbotron yeah. so people can do it. But nonetheless, like yeah, let's get creative. Let's do it. Like enough kiss cams. Like let's, uh, let's get the slander on our opposing players. Let's I do, do the like research that. and, I do and like get that. it going. <laughs> All right, so. We're going to go from lighter news to did he say that? Lighter news to darker news. <laughs> darker oh, <sorry>. news. <laughs> <laughs> After scoring 60 in 29 minutes, Steph tries to cool Clay off with some nice ice. Clay's response? Nah, I'm still hot. <laughs> I love that. All right, so this is LeBron and Kyrie. So LeBron's water bottle, water bottle challenge. I can't pronounce no, I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I literally. This motherfucker said nice ice. Water bottle. <laughs> I've been off today too, actually. Water bottle. I love it. You guys are incredible. Water bottle and Walmond. LeBron's water bottle challenge spills onto the court and he says, It's just a social media craze. Oh, Irving said. Uh, the water bottle is just like if you land it, you are just a legend. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good delivery. Yeah, that was <laughs> incredible <laughs> delivery. <laughs> Uh, all right, so this is amazing. Um, Rick Carlisle keeps calling timeouts when he doesn't even have any, knowing he'll get called for a tech. And he goes, you never really run out of timeouts. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the truth. That's, like, yeah. technically in the rule book. Yeah. And I love, like, that's how that's how next level Rick Carlisle is. Mm-hmm. Ricky Rubio's frustrated. After the Golden State loss, he's quoted saying, we're playing with no heart, with no desire. It's just awful. Right now, it's just bad. And it seems like we just don't care. Uh, Ricky uh, Rubio. I think this is a really big deal for Minnesota fans. Yeah, it is. Yes. It's to hard ever, for me to, to everyone hear. else. Cricket, cricket. Yeah. Uh, yes. No, just playing. Just playing. No, it sucks. Man. Six wins, man. There's six wins. Well, think We're about it. Why, you know, why did Boston not run into this? Because Doc is a supreme motivator, shitty coach. Yes. Tibbs, great defensive mind, not a great leader of men. Yeah. Turns out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I really think they need to shake up that assistant coaching uh, roster on the bench there, bringing somebody like, like Nick Van Axel. <laughs> what about, like, in what like, in what world are, did we wake up in and Minnesota fans are wishing that Luke Walton coached the Minnesota Timberwolves mm. we're hearing it now too <laughs> I can't you can't I, I just I can't I can't yeah. <laughs> well LeBron James thinks about that. <laughs> leave that one in there <laughs> alright alright we're gonna we're gonna step right back with the Ramblin' Gambler the Ramblin' Gambler Whoa! Oh man, man, man! Rambling gambler here, rambling gambler. I'm Hondo here, the rambling gambler for episode 17. And you know what? There's a couple, Woo. couple axes to grind this week. First and foremost, 
the Spurs are not supposed to lose on the road. Obviously, we know they're supposed to win. They're supposed to be a guaranteed lock. They lost this week. Absolutely incredible. I want to talk a little bit about the fourth quarter versus Toronto the other night that the T-Wolves had. Guy and I are both watching this game. I believe this was the Thursday game. Oh, man, just self-destruction. We were in this thing tied up in the third and absolutely let this go. Betting on the T-Wolves is hard. Now, luckily, I did not bet on the T-Wolves over Toronto, but I'm like, they potentially have a chance to win, and I think, I think we actually did make a bet. We were going to make a bet sometime in this game. I think I ignored it and just drank instead, but um, yeah. Ooh, ooh. You know what? It's I, so bad that you're, you're changing course sometimes. Yeah, I'm, I am changing course. You go to Facebook. I'm going. I'm going to Facebook, and you know, as a rambling gambler and as a just gambling fan, I'm watching, you know, pretty awesome D League ball because it it does tune it does turn on, turn on tune in. You guys have fucked me up with everything. Turn on, turn in, tune on. Just fu- I'm uh-huh. I'm listening. I'm just awful. Just edit everything with a T in it for Thanks me. Thanks right for now. giving this one to me. Yes, you're banished from RTP, and you have to become a truck driver now. Yeah. <laughs> what? What Hondo here is trying to say is <laughs> LeBron James. Thanks. <laughs> We're falling over. Yes, it, it's all. Hondo's watching D League. I'm, really I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching D League. I'm and watching the main Red Claws. I'm watching the Texas Legends. I'm watching the Ford Wayne Mad Ants. I mean, it's the names are ridiculous, but it's Ford. Ford Wayne. Fuck. I don't know. I gotta check if I had a stroke. Ford. I obviously can't pronounce anything right now it's okay um all right i pulled up a stat this week so calculated triple doubles that have happened over the course of this year there have been 25 of them 12 of them have gone to westbrook Ooh. that is nuts that is absolutely nuts these nuts are dunks <laughs> sponsored by pistachios <laughs> i also i cannot decide what to do with the hawks the hawks are kind of like sell man no never bet on them yeah, but they're they're just good enough to win some games, and, and like the bottom teams in the East are technically, I think they can beat them, but it's like it's a complete crapshoot. They are playing like they're going towards the bottom, but they're they can win one here and there, making it very very tough to pick. Um, the Lakers are still potentially in it. There are a few games out of eighth place right now, um, but it's really 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 hard to bet on them right now. And then the last thing that's making me ultra nervous is the status of of Portland right now. They're at 500. They're at 500. They started off strong in the season. They started off a little bit stronger, but now they've kind of deteriorated a little bit. They're running exactly 500 in terms of a pick It's hard to decide. They come with a different team night in, night out. All right, this is the Ramblin' Gambler. I'm going to learn how to speak next week. Uh, Guy, turn it over. Let's uh, let's take a little visit to your hair salon. Turn it over? I can never turn just it over. I have fucking nothing go. to begin Just with. go. Just go. I can't comb. I can't part. <laughs> I can't do anything. But you know who can? Kelly Oubre Jr. You have a fucking weeping willow on the top of your head. Instead of growing a tree, grow some game. <laughs> your fans are crying. You can hear them roar and boo <laughs> and weep. Just like the weeping willow on top of your head. Marcus Smart, yo, you're in the news again. Not but but not for your flopping, for your blonde tips. Those blonde tips. 
<laughs> that's, that's All right, yeah, we need to work on the delivery there. Mark is smart, and your blonde tips. Here's a blonde tip. Here's a blonde tip. Stop flopping. Kawhi Leonard, I got, I got you, Bay. I got you, Bay. I got you, Bay. Kawhi Leonard, I love cornrows. I think cornrows, cornrows on the cob are so fucking good. And I, one of my favorite players to ever watch, and this is serious. Stop laughing. You're wearing an OKC Durant shirt. That is hysterical. Rip Hamilton was one of my favorite players growing up, and his locks, his cornrows rather, were. His, were just like fun to watch while he was running around, whatever. I don't know why I'm saying what I'm saying, but Allen Iverson, Latrell Sprewell. What the? F- I don't know. Are you I mocking d- me? Well, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm so. saying Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> he has an awesome hair, okay. and I'm envious. This is the lounge. Yeah, look, let the let for, the man lounge in his lounge right now. Yeah, all right. This let is my him, salon. Break it down. This is my bre- salon. Don't mess alone. It's it's right next to the old man's lounge, yeah, so yeah, not 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 far away. <laughs> but it smells better. It's yeah. all the hair products. Damn it! Why do we suck today? <laughs> it's just delivery. It's just delivery. We're um, it's not DiGiorno. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, speaking of what you don't know, Hondo's game of the week. Hey. Hey, all right. <laughs> oh, now it's not funny. Now it's, it's, it's not funny. It's this is not funny. This is not funny because this is not this is not me. This is the league. This is the worst week of basketball that we have in front of us. These matchups this week are garbage. Wow. They are garbage. Look for a better game. You know what? You can you can put on your revised game of the week next week when you uh, when we record. So my game of the week, and like I said, like I said in the comment, it's not that great. And this is Warriors, Warriors versus Memphis. And yeah, that's a dramatic, dramatic pause, dramatic pause, because there's, <laughs> man, that's, a, that's not a great game. But the other games of note, there are not many. So Portland versus the Cliffs is not that good. The Cavs versus the Grizz is okay. The Thunder versus the Jazz, that's not, that's okay. It's a decent matchup. T-Wolves and Bulls, I think that's kind of interesting with, with the Tibbs return, you know, with Tibbs return. And I think Bucks versus Bulls is actually a pretty decent game. I would have put that one up in front of the other one. Okay. That's okay. I don't okay. care. I mean, all right. So my my worst games, my public service announcement: Nuggets versus Magic, uh, Spurs versus Nets. They're going to crush the Nets. I don't even think that's worth watching. Pelicans and Suns. Uh, I do not like that game, and I do not like this Indy versus Heat game. Nope, not at all. But back in 2014 with <laughs> with Hibbert Coin, it would have been pretty fun. Yeah, with you know with Hibbert Coin, I would have been okay. The obscure game I'm looking forward to. I'd like to see the Mavs play the Mad Ants from the D League. I don't know how this is going to happen, but I want it to happen. All right, so that wraps up a stumbling, a, a stumbling, bumbling episode 17 of Riding the Pine. Gee, you have uh, something to take us out on? Close it out. I do. Gee's quote of the night. CJ Miles, you know, the Pacers forward, apparently he's still in the NBA. I didn't even know that, actually. His wife, he actually is hysterical on Twitter. Right before the Golden State Warriors were to play against the Indiana Pacers, bust out a rant on Twitter. Just praying Draymond doesn't kick my husband in the nuts. We want to have kids one day. <laughs> Raindrop, drop top, drop top, smoking on cooking the hot box. Cookies, fucking on your bitch, yeah, that, that, that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody to the trick. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get gang. Cry me a river, give you a tissue. It's bad and bullshit. Bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Savage. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. My bitch is bad and bullshit. Bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Hey. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. All set. Woo, 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 woo.
This is Stacy on her motorcycle. What an incredible view! And this is Stacy off her motorcycle. Does this have sucralose in it? On her motorcycle. Oh, the wind in my hair! Off her motorcycle. Uh, it's pronounced etc., not etc. On. Woohoo! Yes! Off. No. You're better on your bike. And with basic policies starting at $75 a year, quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.